0: This is Dumbline, the podcast of dumb crimes and even dumber criminals. Welcome dummies all across America and around the world. <laughs> this is <laughs> Dumline.
1: I feel like there should have been like... <administering noise> I want to go... <laughs>
0: I say that because I was just glancing at our, our top listeners this, this week. And so far, our top four countries are the United States, Australia, Canada... And Colombia.
1: Oh, start out four
0: props out there. Yeah. Mm. Dummies on one, oh. two, three different continents. People appreciate the dummies.
1: Yeah, thank you. Love Australia. It. What was that? Australia, Canada, Canada, Canada and Colombia. Yeah, love
0: yeah.
2: it. Yeah,
0: pretty good. So, for those that don't know, my name is Greg.
1: I'm Jason.
2: I'm Maria.
0: Maria is the lady who makes everything happen here. She is.
2: Not everything, but... Pretty much. A lot of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. She provides all the drugs and the booze and (laughs) the cliff notes. Yeah. I've been to the movies recently, and as usual, wherever I go, people grind my gears.
1: I love movies, but going to the movie theater is one of life's greatest joys, just to say that. I I love going to the movies. I agree.
0: What's up with these people who roll in after the previews? After the trailers. I mean, that's a good 15 minutes. Everyone's settled in. We're comfortable. It's dark. They burst in. They're loud. They seem shocked that there's not... The aisle seats In every row available I can't find a seat they're, Yeah, They don't know Why What the hell to seats? do <laughs> yeah. They're whispering They're muttering and, and they also
2: always Go to a row Where other people Are sitting yeah, They're yeah. like empty rows Where they could just Settle yeah. in without Bothering anybody but yeah, they're like f- Excuse me And if you're, yes.
1: if you're that late You gotta go to a row Where you're not Gonna yeah. bother anybody and No, no they get yeah. up You gotta right. go all the way Front or to the side You yes. have to go to the You,
0: you yeah. lose the right To your preference Of seats Because yes. everyone's Comfortable now yes. They're right. settled in yes. They've just seen 15 minutes of trailers and
1: they're ready to get on with the experience. I just don't know how you how you don't want to see the trailers. I mean I'd love I love the trailers in the beginning.
0: Yeah I don't like trailers. I love them. I like zone out on my phone during <laughs> most trailers. I love the trailer.
2: I do too. I love a trailer. I hate a commercial during a I hate yes. like a Coca-Cola commercial. Yes.
0: And while we're at it, let's talk about etiquette. Like you, the cans are popping. Lights dim and you just hear
1: <laughs> yeah. who's bringing cans of what? So, probably booze so we some form I forget where uh flasks I me, mean, and my, flasks me and my, what movie me and uh my wife were at uh, Jen and the girl next to us had a Chinese food styrofoam container that she opened up. And just like it was like one of those AMCs where the where the table comes around mm-hmm. and she pulls out her like General so's like number five with like chicken fried rice and just, just, just ate the Chinese food.
0: You and I had gone to a movie recently and it's not as bad as I, I don't know how you couldn't have noticed. There were people to the right of me. Who sounded like they were opening thirty-seven Easter baskets? <laughs> it was like cellophane after cellophane. I don't know what they were digging into. It just went on and on for like three fucking minutes. It's like in the middle of a movie.
1: That's the and it sounds so loud. It's there. so I loud. I try to be very conscious oh. of when I'm like getting something out. Yes. And like yeah, the people I, that are just cell, cellophane.
0: When I dig into my bucket of yeah. popcorn, I, I it sounds like I'm just like yeah. I'm so conscious of it. These people with, I don't even know what they're, <laughs> that'd be the biggest like box of Twizzlers or whatever, just <laughs> they could in get, hard plastic. It
1: just kept unraveling it, ra- it.
0: So come on people, let's have a little, let's show up kind of on time, like five minutes late, that's fine. Yeah. And if you have anything that's loud, open it before the movie starts, get the wrapper off and out of there. Or yeah, also I just agree. be
2: quiet about it.
0: Yeah. Let's just, no? let's just all, this lady was like dancing bit. on bubble wrap. So,
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's just all have a little bit more common courtesy for each other. Please. Maria, mm. you got a headline for us?
2: <laughs> yes, I do. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra, extra, read all about it. This is from the Sydney Morning Herald, June 13th, 2023.
1: This is why we have all those Australian fans. Yeah, mm. maybe. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, the story does take place in Babahoyo, Ecuador, on June 9th. Woman declared dead Knocks on her coffin During her wake
0: Oh man I've been hearing about A lot of this happening I Can feel you like believe I I believe, I mean. believe it
2: So 76 year old Bella Montoya Was rushed back To the hospital Having initially Been declared dead From a possible stroke And cardiac arrest Another Media outlet Called The Independent Their follow up headline Was posted June 19th Woman who knocked On her own coffin At funeral Declared dead For a second time <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: no, so but I guess I guess I guess in that culture they don't embalm I because I feel like that would might sort out the whole alive alive dead thing there was definitely an investigation
2: launched about the fact that she was declared dead
1: um, there should like, be a waiting period
0: of like 10 days
1: <laughs>
2: and just Do you in know case? how many bodies sure. would be hanging around just The, the in, earth just would stink if Just, everybody
0: just, just <laughs> to make sure You ever hear these stories where they like exhume someone And the inside of the coffin's got like scratch yeah. marks on it oh, and so, yeah, I, I, That was true. like a
1: couple that's hundred true. years ago I think with technology today
0: I feel like this is like the third time in this year I've heard about someone dead coming Being yeah. presumed dead and coming I, back
1: Have you heard that in like, in like Pennsylvania
0: My, I don't know I, I've been to some towns in Pennsylvania where I'm like, yo, you better wait 12 days. If Homer City PA, if the corner Homer City PA population like 600 declares any of us dead, wait 12 days to see if we come back.
1: Actually,
2: when I um, lived in Ithaca, the funeral home and the ambulance service was owned by the same family. I'm like, that. That's oh, yeah, a yeah, conflict yeah. of interest. Oh, yeah. red flag. To- total that is conflict of interest. A red yeah. well, yeah, And it was not a flat Bangs. tire. It's like, what was their name? Bangs Ambulance and Bangs Funeral Home, which is just <laughs> it's, weird. It's I just, mean, it just, on just, its
0: own. There's just signs inside the back of the ambulance. By entering here <laughs> under any condition, you agree to a non resuscitation <laughs> rule. Or,
1: or, or there's or there's like, a, like they have like bus advertising on the inside of the ambulance with all like. Is this, your, is this your last ride? Consider so Bang's funeral it, yeah.
0: home. When you you wanna just wanna... left her go. Did you see the sign? We do not resuscitate. She
1: knew that right coming here. in here. Yeah. <laughs> Blink twice. She blinked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Maria, take us away. Give us a story that's going to captivate us.
2: Okay, I'm super excited this week because I coined a new phrase
0: oh. to
2: describe our subjects. Demopath. Mm. Oh. Could be psychopath, could be sociopath, dumbopath.
0: cool. All right. All right. So you better we trademark that. <laughs> we need a probably a, uh, got a week or two before this episode hits. You better trademark
1: that. We probably uh, should have a a, a, a sound a sound oh. bite for dumbopath.
2: Dwee. <laughs> <Yeah>. mm. Sweet.
1: <laughs> well, there it is. You'll hear th- you'll okay. hear that next episode.
2: So this story is what happens when a total dumopath wants to be twinsies with a buddy from Bible school. Sources for this episode include the Austin American Statesman, NBC, KXAN, ABC News, Fox 7 Austin, and other outlets.
0: Texas. We're in Austin, is that right? No. I'm gathering here.
2: We are in two places in Texas, but yes, Austin is where most of this happens. So Heidi Broussard and Megan Fieramuska meet in about 2009 when they both attend Texas Bible Institute in Columbus, Texas.
1: That's your first mistake.
2: Bible school? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So just for reference, Columbus is 87 miles west of Houston. The two keep in touch over the years. And when Heidi, who in 2019 lives in Austin and is 33 years old, announces she is pregnant, she finds out that Megan is pregnant too. Wow. Megan and her boyfriend, Christopher Green, live together in Jersey Village, which is about 20 minutes outside Houston. You say Jerseyville it's Jersey village Jersey. Oh my God. Jersey that's the name village. of their apartment com- well no that's the name of the town they're in Jersey village that's the town
1: yeah it sounds like a bad apartment complex it does
2: it does <laughs> though they've lived together since 2016 they've broken up by the time Megan begins telling people about her pregnancy but they still share a house so when Heidi goes into labor in late November 2019, Megan drives to Austin to be there for the birth of Heidi's child, even though she's 37 weeks pregnant. The general time when it's safe to travel domestically while pregnant ends at 36 weeks.
1: Okay. So she's so excited for she's this. So she's so excited. She's she, going to go anywhere. So we don't know
0: how long a drive this is.
1: It's approximately three hours. Oh, That's three it's hours. Far, too,
0: far too long for her to be driving.
1: Yeah. 36 hours pregnant, sitting in a car. Yeah. For th- yeah. How many times would you have to stop to go to the bathroom? I, I mean... I feel you know, like I, I've heard pregnant women go to the bathroom a lot. All the time, okay. I, yeah. <laughs> so,
2: so... just what I've heard.
0: All the time.
1: A lot. All
2: the time. They're just on a toilet for nine <laughs> months. <laughs> so Heidi's fiance, Shane Carey, gives Megan a key to his and Heidi's home so she has a place to stay while she's in town visiting the baby. Megan is even present at the hospital with Shane and Heidi's family to meet the baby. And when Shane's father is holding... The baby, I'm keeping the names out because that's what was done as we've done before. That's what's done in the police reports. So I'm just, yeah, s- they're all minors. I'm not going to mention yeah, their yeah. names. Um, so when Shane's father is holding the baby, Megan jumps in and says she wants a turn, which obviously strikes Shane's father, you know, the child's grandfather as odd. It's weird. Yeah. Megan heads back to Houston the next day takes three hours Greg (laughs) telling Jason (laughs) telling Jason that she left the house key in their apartment but Shane never finds the house key around December 8th Heidi learns that Megan has had her baby but Megan doesn't share any pictures of the child a few days after Megan's supposed labor on December 12th Shane returns home from work at 250 in the afternoon and finds the house unlocked just a reminder Shane is Heidi's husband He calls Heidi, but she doesn't answer. He waits until close to six o'clock and then picks up their older child from his after school activities. When Shane returns home to find the house still empty, he becomes concerned and checks Heidi's car. He finds her car unlocked with her purse still inside and everything Heidi would need to take care of their newborn is also still in the house. In fact, everything Heidi would need if she were out anywhere is in the house, except her keys and her iPhone. So
1: the, the baby and the mom are, are both, both missing. Yes.
2: He knows that Heidi would never leave home without her stuff, especially things she needs for the baby, like formula and diapers.
1: Hopefully, she would never leave home without the baby
2: either. Oh, the baby. Well, the baby's just sitting there like, Shane, where have you been all day? <laughs> yeah. Shane calls the police that night, and in his meeting with police the next day, is extremely cooperative, and he and his family begin searching for Heidi.
1: I bet you those cops are like, this dude had something to do with it. Oh, of, well, course. of course. Well,
2: that's the first step. I'm surprised they didn't arrest yeah. him. So the police begin invest- in interviewing Heidi's friends, family, and neighbors one neighbor states that around the date Heidi went missing she noticed that outside the apartment building where they both live a white female holding a baby greeted another white female in a car after a few exchanges the mother and child got into the car and drove away without using a car seat at all she just hopped in the car with this baby on her lap
0: so a a neighbor saw this Mm -hmm. and doesn't didn't know if it was Heidi or not
2: yeah she didn't know she just okay the police present that same witness with a photo of Megan, and she is 60 to 70% percent sure, which is a weird yeah. percentage, right? Yeah, like, yes. That Megan is the driver of the vehicle she saw. 60 to 70.
0: 60 to
2: 70. So what's the first thing police do next after learning Megan's email address? Log in. They find her social media accounts and subpoena her Google searches. Yeah. So, predictably, her searches include reasons for Amber, Amber Alert, Amber Alert issued Austin, bodies found in Austin, Texas, and then combinations of Heidi's name are searched 162 times.
0: What do you mean combinations of Heidi's name?
2: A different, like, first name, last name. Probably first, middle, last. Hmm. Yeah.
1: So she's scouring the internet to see if there's any news about any of
2: this. Yes. Hmm. So Megan's phone is also confirmed to have been in Austin on December 12th. And here comes the (laughs) dumb. On December 12th, Megan tells Christopher, her live-in ex-partner, that she is going to the beach with her cousin. When she sees him again on December 13th, she has a baby with her. She's like, "Surprise, I had the baby while I was away." she
1: how many day how many days was this? In be- so how many days between her going to the beach and having the baby?
2: Um, 24 hours, but she had told Heidi and her husband that, that she already the baby, had the baby, yes, that she had the baby on December 8th or 9th. Was she fucking pregnant? No, I don't. I mean, Chris, I mean, Chris I mean, would know if she was pregnant or not, right? Well, maybe, they're not partners they're not, anymore.
1: They're not, well, they're not living in the same
0: house. They're yeah, in the same house. But, but
1: if she's it's coming up. if she's yeah. not, I mean, he's probably not like seeing her like naked or shower anymore if they're not together. So she could just be sticking a, a pillow in there.
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so once the police. <laughs> Like, pillow. Yeah, You're yeah. You're right. Ready. It probably was a pillow. I think he says it. Ugh. I think at some point he says like it was a hard stomach, but let's we'll keep going. Once the police start surveilling Megan and Christopher's home, they note that Christopher makes a baby related shopping trip to Target in Houston. Once he leaves the store, FBI agents sidle up to him because it's Texas. I had to yes. sidle up to him. <laughs> And he confirms that Megan has been pregnant since spring 2019. He's seen her stomach grow, but he hasn't seen her naked since they're still sharing a house together, but are no longer lovers. She's got of course, she's size just, just pillows, different, different size pillows. You yeah, yeah. start
1: yeah. with you start with uh, like a
2: like, yeah. a like you start a with a chair, like a throw pillow, like a
1: throw. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you advance, yeah. <laughs> when the
1: <laughs> to couch and then to bed,
2: <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> And then a full body pillow and You're like I'm having twin <laughs> legs When I the When the agents Show him a picture Of Heidi's baby um, Christopher says That's the baby At my house yep. I mean I gotta be honest though A lot of babies Look alike They do yeah, It'd be hard For
0: me to pick out Like you show me Five infants And determine Which is which
1: If they're all Yeah If they're all if I mean unless even, One's yeah. got
0: a crazy Amount of hair Yeah they all look like little aliens oh, for the
1: most do. part. Well, I oh, agree with close. that. I they're agree all close that. to each other. I agree. Yes.
2: So here comes more dumb.
1: Sweet.
2: Dumb, <laughs> dumb, 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 dumb. When Megan is questioned by a Texas ranger about where she had the baby, she can't remember the name of what she calls the birthing center. <laughs> when Megan is challenged about her location the day of her quote unquote birth... She is in Austin, even though she says she wasn't. That's it. She doesn't give an excuse. She's just like, no, I wasn't there. And they're like, well, we caught your license plate on camera. Car was stolen. And she's just like, whatever. She's just like, I don't remember the birthing center, but I was definitely at the nameless birthing (laughs) center having a baby and not in Austin.
1: (laughs) I can tell you that I was not stealing a baby. I was at a birthing center (laughs) having a baby.
2: So when... Christopher is asked about where she gave birth. He says, She's been really distant with me about that stuff. I don't know why. I'm sorry, hey, Chris, Chris. You're kind of a dummy, too. Hey. I'm sorry. I can't. I started asking her about these pillows that's showing up every day. <laughs> yeah, She so. just won't even talk to me anymore. She's buying a lot from Pottery Barn, and I don't know why. She's had a
1: various range of pillows that are slightly larger than the previous pillows show up. <laughs> right. It's very strange.
2: We now have like a Russian doll family of pillows on the yeah. couch. <laughs> okay, so... The dumb keeps on coming. Here oh, it comes again.
0: Man. We're running out of sound effects. This yeah. is it, I think. I think we
2: only got three. Well, we have doy now, too. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> sure we do. Dumb, dumb, dumb. So because Heidi's newborn has jaundice and needs medical attention, the police are able to conduct a welfare check at Megan's home on December 19th to make sure the child is okay. Wait a minute. Heidi's kid. Heidi's kid has jaundice. Right. So that child needs particular nutrition. Her other kid. Treatment. Heidi, no, this is the newborn. Okay. okay. So they have, they, uh, the, the cops are able to check at Megan's house f- as a welfare check okay. because the child has medical, okay. ha- they might kno- have a medical emergency. They case. know it's the baby there? Well, they've collected evidence that appears to be that Megan might have the baby. So one ranger notices a decaying smell Coming from Megan's car A search warrant is executed at that point And during the search The ranger finds Heidi's body in a duffel bag In the trunk Seven days later So Megan also claims that the baby in the house Which is obviously Heidi's and Shane's baby Is hers In less than three weeks The baby is returned to Shane So the baby returns home on Christmas Eve that year what month is this? This uh, December. December. So I looked up the weather. Um Yeah, I was gonna say it's gotta be hot. It was it yeah. wasn't really hot. The weather in that area at the time and that particular day when they came in was fifty seven degrees as yeah, a high. It's still a A, a, but a, a, body, a body in a trunk for seven days, you've got to add at least ten degrees or fifteen degrees yeah. to the to the trunk temperature.
1: What so she had. She obviously had all this time to. A good thing she didn't. Good thing she's an idiot. And She's caught and all of that stuff. But, but she just left the body. She just leave it. Just. I mean, did for she a drive week, around? For a week. I want to yeah, know if she, she was had like to going do to the like store. She had, she had to, right? She's doing errands with this car. Makes you forget. I-
2: are you kidding? Like, why else would you have it for that long? I don't. Just I don't know.
0: Forget. She's overwhelmed with taking care of this kid with yeah, jaundice. She's
1: completely <laughs>
0: overwhelmed. She, she forgets, forgets she's about got it. a body in her she trunk. She
1: found this, and she. Oh, damn like, what it! What could
0: the other excuse be? Fuck. Like, there's no way she had this planned out, and part of the plan was to have a body to in her trunk for seven days. To The body days. in the
2: trunk.
1: I mean, yeah, that's a that's a a, a big mis- a big mistake. Heidi, that just makes no sense. Yeah,
2: I don't, I don't get it. So Heidi's cause of death is strangulation with a dog leash. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! She's strangling her friend, yeah, yeah,
1: and they've known each other for how long? Ten years. Man, that's
2: fucking. They nice. were to, Chris and her were together when she was first pregnant, right? Yeah. Well, no, they weren't together. They were living in the same house. They had broken up in 2016, but they were still living together in 2019. And they had sex. They, they must were having have had s- sex oh, right. because she was like, "Hey, this is your baby." Yeah. So. So Megan is is a pretty elaborate plan.
0: Was she planning this out the whole time? The whole time Heidi is pregnant, she's planning this this out.
1: Well, soon as as soon as Heidi said she was pregnant, she was like a couple days later, she was like, "I am too, me too." Look at this pillow, yeah, yeah. Look at this
0: pillow. I'm surprised that there was no pillow purchases
1: on her
2: Google search. (laughs) It would have been awesome uh, if she went for a does your belly feel like a pillow too,
1: (laughs) ma'am? There's just. There's just pillows just in cotton in, in here, here. Just It's see. like
2: a, a sonogram of, of cotton yeah. I just <laughs> We're see, down I
1: just see feathers <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> My baby is a swan <laughs> so, so Megan is arrested and charged with third degree kidnapping and tampering with a corpse
1: hmm. She's not charged with murder?
2: Um, She will be in late so the jan-
1: initial charges, the
2: initial charges okay. are third-degree kidnapping and tampering with a
1: corpse. So they
0: they know she's got a baby that ain't hers, and she's got You're a pro- body.
2: Yeah,
1: they're good. that's yeah, what they yeah. know. Yes. Yeah.
2: In late January 2020, she is also charged with capital murder by terror threat. Which means the murder occurs at the same time as another felony, like kidnapping, in Texas. That's what that means. Uh, so the addition of the terrorist threat, gonna,
1: she's going to go to the the she's going to go to the gas chamber. Yeah, or something it means for she can be tried like for the death penalty. Yeah, yeah. Texas, they you know, they don't play around, around with down them. there.
2: So Megan pleads guilty to Heidi's murder on February second, twenty twenty three. She is sentenced to fifty five years in prison, but the kidnapping charges are dropped when she pleads guilty so she is not sent to the to death row so megan is serving her sentence in the weirdest prison name ever william p hobby unit in marlin texas
0: wait is william p hobby someone
2: william p hobby unit that's the name of the prison
0: william p hobby <laughs> so weird william p hobby the hell's william p hobby yeah, what did I, you do, 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 do where's this intern oh intern look up william <laughs> p hobby
2: you guys are the interns you're do, doing do, 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 do. i'll be right there i'm looking him up
0: there's a william p hobby airport
1: he was a, a former governor oh man this guy he looks like uh
2: he probably killed more people than anybody
0: else. of course he is. Uh, uh, oh wikipedia is not for sale i know that
1: come on get out of here
0: He was known as Publisher Order of Beaumont Enterprise. Oh, Oh, Beaumont. Beaumont Enterprise.
2: It was a Democrat. Oh, and there's a prison named after him? (laughs) That can happen. Who am I I kidding? (laughs) (laughs) The FBI has profiled Megan as having maternal desire disorder, and she absolutely fits the profile. According to the Quran, which I think is now what the Houston Chronicle is called. Okay. It provided information from the Center for Missing and Exploited Children, and these are some of the characteristics. Usually female of childbearing age. Compulsive and frequently relies on manipulation, lying, and deception. Often married or cohabiting with a male partner. Frequently live or are familiar with the community where the abduction takes place. Usually, visit the nursery or maternity ward at more than one healthcare facility before abduction. May also try to abduct from the home setting. She pretty much checks every single box on that list. Yep, checks out.
1: Yeah, that, that, I just don't know what, because was she having problems like having a baby? Like, was there any, like, what was the, I wonder what the, I know,
2: think maybe the break with her partner, like, might have something to do with it. Just
1: like broke her brain. Maybe There's
2: usually like a traumatic event That apparently like induces this as well So Heidi's mother Tammy Spoke in court during Megan's sentencing Quote Heidi's hugs were strong Full of love They lingered in the atmosphere She loved beyond measure And she never gave up on anyone When I think of her Which is every moment I ask What would Heidi say or think It gives me comfort Thinking of her gives me peace Amidst the pain We miss her dearly, dearly
0: let's uh, let's recap it dump.
2: yeah
1: the google searches I mean, it's, it's, all, a, it's a, a given. It's a big thing.
2: You I skipped that as the dumb because I was like, "This is just routine yeah. now. Like everybody has a, so,
1: rent a it's, car. It's, it's, every month. Rent
0: a car. Rent a car that doesn't have your license. Yeah. It's so
1: it. It. it's so easy to just erase your history. Leaving—I mean, leaving the, the, a body, the body for in the 70s. I
0: mean, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah,
1: that's it. That is. I it. mean, that—that's it. She had to be. She had to be doing errands in that thing, which is even—that is fucked up. She just forgot about it. She had to.
0: There's no way that she's just hanging out thinking this is going to be fine. Like, Chris is living yeah. with her. Yeah. He's going to walk past his yeah. car.
1: How does he not... How does he not... Uh, Smell it. Notice something? That's also true, too. Did Chris get anything on this? He no, was he never, didn't know anything.
2: He okay. didn't know.
1: Chris, Chris seems oblivious to life. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, he sure I, does. I seems, don't
2: know why she's been so distant with me. She wouldn't
1: yeah. let me touch her, be- her pillow, her yeah, belly. But, uh, yeah. Something in the car smelled weird, and I just was like, whatever. <laughs>
2: She had a weird stitching on her stomach, but I yeah, didn't yeah, it. It felt like she had like a... It was a little square. It was really
0: weird. Sometimes <laughs> the baby was like completely on her hip.
2: <laughs>
0: Super weird. Right, just, so you wanna, just in case you're interested, there's a William P. Hobby Airport, a Hobby Elementary School, a Hobby Middle School, and a Hobby Center for the Performing Ooh. Arts. Wow. And a prison. And a Hobby Unit. And a Hobby Unit. All right. Jason's gonna give you our socials now, and then stay tuned because everyone's favorite segment, get to know Marie, will follow.
1: <laughs> we are at Dumbline Podcast, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere that you social media at. And um also when you're listening to the podcast, if you haven't already liked or subscribed or rated us or reviewed us, please do that. That helps us out tremendously. So, um, it just takes a couple seconds, like it. And uh Let's get to know a little bit about Maria. Get to know Maria. <laughs> get to know her. All right, Maria.
0: You get to spend a weekend mm-hmm. at Hedonism with one rock pop music star. Who is it? Living or dead? Let's go. Well, let's make it living. It's got to be living.
2: Living? Yeah. I mean. John I- Oates. Oh my God! Are you kidding me?
1: Oh, okay. Fake All right. Darryl let me.
2: Let me. No, not Daryl <laughs> Hall either. Are you guys fucking joking? I'm gonna go. Can I? I'm yes. gonna detour from this. And uh, Idris Elba is my answer. And I know it's not rock pop.
0: No, uh, we're gonna need a musician. Elba, we're gonna need, a you need noted, a But we're gonna need a musical act or artist. That's the question of the day. This is what uh, people want to know. I'm sorry, it's not my question. People ask this. They
1: do want to know.
2: Position. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve so Gone from Depeche Mode.
0: There you go. There it is. Yeah, You just got to know Marie a little bit more. <laughs> That's what we do here.
2: But he's yourself as my tops.
0: Noted.
1: <laughs> he's an attractive gentleman.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. That's a nice, nice man there.
1: <laughs> he's a nice gentleman. Yeah.
0: All right, dummies, thanks for tuning in. My name is Greg. I'm
1: Jason.
2: I'm Maria. Take it easy. See you. Bye, dummies.